Welcome to Alive. Here's the most recent podcast from our college ministry. Thanks so much for being a part of this family, and we pray that God speaks to you and inspires you in a powerful way. Yeah, so Father, we just, yeah, we just thank you. Yeah, right now, we just thank you. Just a heart of gratitude. You always say, constantly be giving thanks, Father, and we give thanks to you. It doesn't matter how our Wednesdays looked, but we just give thanks to you, not because maybe the tough situation we should be thankful for, but we're thankful in the midst of all those things, Father. So, Lord, we, yeah, we just invite you right now, Holy Spirit. God, we just invite you right now. Oh, you know, you can do something with Holy Spirit. <laughs> Holy Spirit, do something right now. Make a move. Make a move, Holy Spirit. We don't know what it's going to be. We don't care what it's going to be. We don't want to be the ones that you use when you move, but we just want to be in the room when you move, Father. We want to be in the room when you move, and we want to be here right now with you. So, Holy Spirit, would you come? We receive your presence. We receive your great love right now, Father. Would you be with us right now? We love you, and we thank you. In the name of Jesus.
so personal that you created the heavens and the earth and yet you created each and every one of us in this room perfectly and I just pray that that truth the greatness of who you are but yet the person that you are God that our hearts would know that our praise to you, Jesus.
<laughs> oh, guys, just keep your hands lifted for a moment. Jesus. Oh, God, you are worthy of our lives, God. You're worthy of everything that we have, all of ourselves, God. God, there's no good thing apart from you, God. Apart from you, Lord, we have nothing, God. And tonight, Jesus, we just thank you, God. I thank you, Lord God, that you're going to speak a word to our hearts tonight. Yes, amen, God. Amen. The Lord says, everyone who asks receives. Yeah, that's what the word says. Everyone who asks receives. Whoever seeks finds. Whoever knocks, the door is opened. Yeah, so would everyone just put put a hand on your heart right now? <laughs> oh, yeah, just take take. Take a second. Just tell him what you need. Tell him that you need his presence right now in your heart. Ask him. He just says, ask. And guys, tonight is your night. Like, if you need something from the Lord, tonight is your night. Tonight is your night. He's so good. His heart is just pulled, you know, towards us. <laughs> ah, God, you're so good. We just thank you, Lord. <laughs> just thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Well, you guys can go ahead. Oh, take a seat. I'm going to grab. Can I grab this? Yo. Amazing. Oh, where are my notes? Oh. Thank you. What? Thank you for the worship band. Can everyone give a hand for the worship band? We love you guys. We love you guys. You usher us into the presence of God. We love you so much. Ho! Oh, okay, guys. <laughs> How are we doing? Yeah? We're good? Okay. <laughs> well, my name is Abby Ann. I am a senior here at the University of Illinois. Ho! Oh. <laughs> Yeah, guys, we're just going to do it tonight, okay? So I'm a senior, um, been with Alive since my freshman year. Um, I actually came to the University of Illinois to go to the Vineyard Church, is my long story short. Um, so I'm a senior, I'm double majoring in communications and global studies. Um, what does that mean? I don't know, next question, please. That's my answer for you. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, but I'm just excited for tonight. Um, yeah, I'm excited for what the Lord has. Um, a little bit about me. So um, <laughs> I grew up a theater kid. Um, so this is kind of like my dream come true, being in front of an audience who has to listen to me speak. <laughs> for real, I like thrived on the stage. Um, I'm, a sh I'm a body pump instructor at the ARC here. Shout out to me being a body pump instructor. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I just love to be in front of people. So thank you guys for coming out tonight. Um, if you are new to our ministry, we are the college ministry from the Vineyard Church that um, is on Lincoln. Um, so we meet here at the Ark. Um, and we've been in this series about walking like Jesus walked. We've been going through the book of Mark. Um, so this week we are on Mark 14. So last week we were on Mark 13, Rye preached a sermon, um, just preparing us, like preparing our hearts for the Lord. And so it's a good uh, transition for my sermon tonight, guys. 
Ho. <laughs> I need to give you guys a disclaimer. So I say ho a lot, which you might notice. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but, okay, it's like um, I just get overwhelmed. <laughs> There's really no better way to say it. I just get overwhelmed with God, and it just comes out of me like that. It's so involuntary. Um, my homies who've been to my body pump classes, shout out to you homies, know that I say it when I teach body pump too because it just like happens out of me. So anyway, I say ho, and I'll kind of go like, whoo, just... <laughs> Oh, guys, come to my classes. Oh, my gosh. I teach um, Monday, Friday, 6.30 a.m. Be there, MP2 upstairs. Um, and then I also teach Wednesdays at this weird, like, 12.15 time at Searcy, so not at the ARC. So there you go. You need a pass to come, um, but I'm also the instructor. I can't formally say it that way, but here's me saying it that way. Okay. But, like, I'll get you in. <laughs> Okay, guys, so we have been in the book of Mark. I'm just going to jump into my sermon today. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah? okay. I'm going to need you guys to be vocal a little bit with me. Is that okay? Where's Philip? I feel like, Philip, you got me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> T, T, you got me. Okay, guys, so starting Gigi. Gigi. Gigi's my blood, so she's got me always. Okay. Shout out to my blood family. Okay. All of you guys. Body of Christ. Okay, here we are. Mark 14. Okay, so um, <laughs> to kind of give you guys a little bit of context, so this is basically leading up to Jesus being crucified. Um, I'm going to be reading this section that, um, yeah, it's it's before um, the trial where he's brought to trial. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to jump right in in Mark 14, um, starting in verse 3. Um, so this is, I'm reading from the Passion Translation, I'm starting in verse 3, it says, Now Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon, a man Jesus had healed of leprosy, and he was reclining at the table. A woman came into the house holding an alabaster flask. Um, it was filled with the highest quality of fragrant and expensive oil. She walked right up to Jesus, and with a gesture of extreme devotion, she broke the flask and poured out the precious oil over his head. But some were in, uh, highly indignant when they saw this, and they complained to one another, saying, What a total waste. It could have been sold for a great sum, and the money could have benefited the poor. So they scolded her harshly. I'm going to keep going. Jesus said to them, Leave her alone. Why are you so critical of this woman? She has honored me with this beautiful act of kindness. For you always have the poor whom you can help whenever you want, but you will not always have me. Okay, so that was a good amount of text. I'm going to jump back in um, <clears throat> and reread this, this small part. So the woman with the jar, it says, A woman came into the house holding an alabaster. Uh, al whoa, whoa, whoa. It's hard to talk in front of people, man. Um, <laughs> this happens to me at body pump too sometimes. And then I just have to, I don't know, speak in tongues. <laughs> alabaster. <laughs> oh, okay. Alabaster flask. It was filled with the highest quality of fragrant and expensive oil. <laughs> She walked right up to Jesus, and with a gesture of extreme devotion, she broke the flask and poured out the precious oil over his head. My first point, guys, you are this expensive oil. So this woman, um, this oil, guys, was the highest, highest quality, highest price. Like, people can debate, like, how much did this cost? Basically, a year's wages is kind of what people have come to. This cost a year's wages. And she just poured it out at Jesus' feet. <laughs> 
And guys, oh, there it is on the screen. You are this expensive oil. <laughs> You're this most extravagant gift to the Lord. Guys, like, do you know God put all of his wealth into humanity? Yeah, ho, <laughs> like we're made, like bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, like the God of the universe, like created us in his image. We, we are the most expensive thing to the Lord, guys. <laughs> so this woman, when she pours out this oil, <laughs> it, it, it was the biggest just act of sacrificial love that she could have given. Like I want to keep with this symbol that we are the oil guys because in our lives we can do a lot of great things for God, you know, but the most extravagant gift we can give him is just ourselves. <laughs> it's just our hearts yielded to him, guys. I'm going to read a text um, um, from 2 Corinthians. Um, whoa, still passion translation. 2 Corinthians chapter, um, what, 2? Starting in verse 14, God always makes his grace visible in Christ, who includes us as partners of his endless triumph. Through our yielded lives, he spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere we go. We have become the unmistakable aroma of the victory of the anointed one of God. Oh, in the description, it says, we are Christ's sweet fragrance of sacrifice that that ascends to God. Okay, I'm going to continue in the text, um, picking up in, um, yo, <laughs> picking up in verse four. <laughs> but some were highly indignant when they saw this, and they complained to one another, saying, what a total waste. It could have been sold for a great sum, and the money could have benefited the poor. So they scolded her harshly. Jesus said to them, leave her alone. You are so critical of this woman. She has honored me with this beautiful act of kindness for you. Always have the poor whom you can help whenever you want, but you will not always have me. Okay, what's my point in repeating this part? Guys, we're like our calling, like being, being Christians, like we just fall in love and it makes us pour out our lives. It's why I say, ho. Oh. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's all we do, guys. But like religion, you know, the, the acts of doing things for God that are good, like, like let me ask, this is our interactive portion. Is giving to the poor bad? Can I ask you that question? No, no, it's not. Are we called to give to the poor? Yeah. So when the religious guys were like, yo, like this could have been given to the poor, were they right in saying that? Well, that's kind of a trick question. They were right that it could have been given to the poor, right? And it probably could have helped the poor, yeah? Um, <laughs> but guys, religion blinds you from love. Like it blinds you from like just encountering like God himself as love. Like it, it values things other than just giving of yourself. I'm gonna, this is prophetic to um, later in the message, but just giving of yourself, giving of your life. Um, religion is blind to love, but guys, in Mark 8, we talked about this a few weeks ago, if you remember, um, Jesus says, whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it, guys, and the religious guys were like, what a total waste, and like, guys, it's this thing where like, when you pour out your life like that, when you're just like captivated by love, and you pour out your life like that, it's not understood by the world, it's not even understood by a lot of the church that like, might value you know like like giving to the poor I'm not I'm not yeah just like <laughs> all we're called to do is just to give our lives um I'm gonna continue in um Mark 14 um we're gonna go to um the next verse in uh Mark 14 verse 12 there we go <laughs> okay 
Yo, just kidding. Go to verse 22. Thank you. As they, I'm sorry. <laughs> As they ate, Jesus took the bread and blessed it and tore it and gave it to his disciples. He said to them, receive this. This is my body. Then taking the cup of wine and giving praises to the Father, he declared the new covenant with them. And as each one drank from the cup, he said to them, this is my blood, which seals the new covenant poured out for many. <laughs> All right, guys, so this context. Oh, a lot of us are probably familiar with communion, right? Like this is this act that happens in the church, right? It's like the body of Jesus that was broken and the blood. Um, so Jesus, in this context, guys, so he's about to go be crucified. He's about to completely give, give himself <laughs> for us. And guys, um, <laughs> communion is a picture of the gospel. Like it's a picture of like what Jesus did for us. Um, you can go to the next slide. Um, but guys, like um, his body was broken <laughs> for us. Um, <laughs> and the, the act of love on the cross was the biggest success <laughs> I don't know if we talk about it. It was the biggest success. <laughs> Jesus, guys, like, in, in dying for us, his body was broken for our complete and total redemption. Ho! Complete and total redemption, meaning that, guys, like, without him, apart from him, like, we couldn't have access to God. We couldn't know God's heart, guys, in the Old Testament. Oh, this breaks my heart in the Old Testament, guys. Like, they wanted to have um, like God wanted to have this connection with his people, right? Like with Moses where he would like speak face to face with God. It's what his heart broke for, literally broke for. And um, sin separates us. Sin separates us from his love um, and from, from knowing him that intimately. But guys, like when his body was broken to make us whole, it completely changed fundamentally who we are from sinners into saints. It's why we can have the Holy Spirit. Holy, come on. <laughs> this is good news. Holy Spirit, guys, the book of Hebrews tells us if, if the animal sacrifices that happened in the Old Testament, if they had worked to change who we are so we could enter God's presence, we would have kept with the old system. We would have kept with the system of sacrificing animals if the blood of Jesus did not fundamentally change who we are from sinners into saints. So that's the first part on the slide. <laughs> oh, that's just a good word, guys, because when he sees us, it's not like he's super nice to us to see us as cleansed and whole and new. Guys, <laughs> and it's actually pride to think that <laughs> we're not saints because it's what he says of us. He's, he calls us holy. <laughs> he calls us redeemed. And it's not, yeah, come on. It's not this nice idea that like God sees me in this like rosy lens, but like I see myself for who I am. Like, no, the God of the universe sees you. Like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not nice of him. It's not naive of him to see you as holy. Oh, so what does that mean for us, guys? So his blood, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, guys, communion is so holy. This is, I almost just didn't, <laughs> when I first found out about preaching about Mark 14, I was like, I don't even know if I can preach about this because it's just the holiest thing. Like, I, it's the gospel. <laughs> but guys, the blood of Jesus, oh my gosh, the blood of Jesus changes everything, fundamentally changes everything about who we are as human beings. Oh, we're like, citizens of heaven walking around on this earth, right? We're just this different race of people. Oh, a new kind of humanity. Um, but guys, his blood, um, I want to give you guys this picture. Um, it's kind of a story, if that's cool. So um, I was... Um, I was at this prophetic conference um, in Redding, California. I was at this, um, yeah. <laughs> I 
Oh, I'm actually moving there next year. I'm exciting to go to their ministry school. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> are we doing good, guys? How are we feeling? Yeah? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're just going to keep going. Um, so I was at this prophetic conference, and um, I was just in a worship set, and um, I felt like the Lord told me, he was like, if you want, to be prophesied over by three people, like, go lay in the back. And so, obviously, I was like, that sounds pretty good, so I'm going to go do that. Um, so, I, like, I, like, scooted out, and I, like, went to the back. Oh, I just, like, laid down. Um, I don't remember what the first two people said to me. I'm sure it was, like, prophetic. Um, but <laughs> I had the third person who came up to me and prophesied. They were like, I feel like... Um, <laughs> I feel like the Lord wants me to share this picture with you. And so I was like, okay. Um, and they share this picture. Um, and she said, do you know, um, <laughs> do you know when Jesus, in, in taking communion, when he holds out the wine glass, do you know what that means? And I was like, I don't, I don't think so. And she said, um, well, in Jewish culture, like when a man would propose to a woman, he would like extend a wine glass um, to her. And so she said to me, she was like, so this new covenant is actually like a marriage covenant. Oh, and it just blew me away, guys. And like the disciples would have known that context when he was like, this is the new covenant of my blood. They knew that what he was talking about <laughs> was like this covenant love with, with God. They, they knew, you know. And um, guys, this... This radically has changed my life. Like, um, I grew up as a church kid. Um, I grew up going to Wheaton Bible Church. Shout out to both the Eric's who are in here who also went to Wheaton Bible Church. Um, yeah, I grew up as a church kid, loved the Bible, but I was a secret charismatic, meaning that, like, I knew. <laughs> yeah. But, guys, I had this idea that there, still, there was a person who spoke in tongues, and he, like, lived under a rock in, like, some foreign, like, country. And when the world found, and he did me. Miracles, and he saw the dead raised, and like when the world found out about it, it would be this huge ordeal, you know. So I believe this as a kid. Uh, but guys, I, I really did like I just did things um, because I thought that they were right, and I did things because you know I'm sure lots of you guys have stories like this. But before knowing, you know, that this is actually just like a marriage, and all he really wants is just me, is <laughs> just my heart. So we're gonna we're gonna continue. Um, in Mark, so um, um, Mark fourteen thirty four. I'm going to read this verse. So they take communion, um, <laughs> and um, then there's this scene. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with it, with Jesus in the garden, um, Garden of Gethsemane. This is before he's going to be crucified. It's just this intense night of just intercession. He actually like 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 sweat blood in the garden. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> So Jesus says, um, <laughs> I'm going to start reading actually in, in verse 43. Um, at that moment, Judas, one of the 12, arrived along with a crowd. Oh, I'm so sorry. I want um, 34 and not 43. Whoops. Okay. <laughs> that part was for free. Okay. Um, I'm going to start in 32. How about that? Then Jesus led his disciples to an orchard called the oil press. He told them, sit here while I pray a while. He took Peter uh, Jacob and John with him. An intense feeling of great horror plunged into his soul, um, deep sorrow and agony. And he said to them, my heart is overwhelmed with anguish and crushed with grief. It feels as though I'm dying. Stay here and watch with me. So guys, I gave you um, 
We talked about that picture of this woman who pours out the oil. <laughs> and guys, Jesus in that garden, like, <laughs> he's literally crushed with anguish. And his heart is just, um, <laughs> just absolutely destroyed. But guys, like, what Jesus did, I mean, we know, like, Good Friday is this, is this Friday. And Resur <laughs> whoa, whoa. Resurrection Sunday is this Sunday. So we know it's coming. <laughs> oh, Resurrection, you like that? <laughs> Resurrection Sunday. Um, so we know it's coming, but guys, like, <laughs> Jesus on the cross was the most extravagant act of love that the world has ever known or could ever know, and that God himself would literally give of himself completely for us, for us to just be with him. <laughs> it's the biggest mystery. <laughs> the word says it was for the joy set before him that Jesus endured the cross, like the joy of having us as his own. And guys, like that's a revelation that I've lived a lot of my Christian walk without really having. It's like I wanted things, I wanted to do things for the Lord that were good, you know, but like I didn't realize that like his heart broke for me. It's like I wanted to be on my knees, you know, and like God, like, like break me to like want you. And he's like, ha ha. He's like, ha ha, I just I just want you. <laughs> it actually changes like fundamentally how we do Christianity. Guys, realizing that we are like the desire of his heart, that his heart was so broken just to have us. Oh, it's just wild. Um, I'm going to go back to, um, <laughs> we're going to end with the woman, um, again, who pours out the oil. And I'm going to frame it for you in a different way. So just track with me right here. So Mark 14, verse 3. Now Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon, a man Jesus had healed from leprosy. And as he was reclining at the table, a woman came into the house holding an alabaster flask. It was filled with the highest quality of fragrant and expensive oil. She walked right up to Jesus with a gesture of extreme devotion. She broke the flask, poured out the precious oil over his head. Um, and guys, like oil is the symbol of us and our lives and just pouring out our lives at his feet. But it's also um, in the word, guys, oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but in the Old Testament, so there's... Um, there's the holy of holies that was in the temple, right, where the like the tangible presence of God was there. And then there was um, the holy place, like outside of that, outside the curtain, where there was like the lamps that were like the priests. Their job was to just keep the oil burning, like to keep the incense burning in the temple, guys. And um, <laughs> through this new covenant, like, one, we are the holy of holies now. Like, Jesus, we are the bride. So, like, <laughs> in him, guys, we're just wrapped in his love. We are that new place of worship, the holy of holies. But um, in the Old Testament, it was this, um, this oil that, um, that kept the fire burning. And, guys, I want, one thing I want you to see from this text is that, um, like, oil being a symbol of the Holy Spirit, like, like, the oil is our lives, but it's also the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And I think, like, a lot of us can want, there we go, Holy Spirit empowers us to pour out our lives. <laughs> and I think, guys, a lot of us, like, oh, like, we can be in this place with God, like, where we really want, like, we want to pour out ourselves to him. Like, we want, you know, we, we want to want what he wants and all that stuff, which is good. But, like, <laughs> without the empowering of the Holy Spirit... We can't do that. We can't do it. We can't do it apart from our own striving and just like religious obligation. But guys, like 
the Holy Spirit empowers us. The Holy Spirit gives us um, this grace and shows us who Jesus is because, guys, when we see him, it's just our natural response to pour out our lives because we're just, like, raptured by his love. And, like, that's the gospel. And so, like, our job is really just to say yes, like, just to say yes and be like, God, like, <laughs> I'm going to let you do what you want with me. Like, that's this extravagant giving of yourself. That's what Mary Marriages, right? <laughs> Just this extravagant giving of yourself to someone else. And in our love with Jesus, like, <laughs> I think we're very acquainted that he loves, he loves us, but like he's in love with us. Yeah? That's different. That like, it's just a short, it's a short difference in like phrasing, but like, when you know he's like actually in love with you, it's just this passionate like love affair of the heart, like is the gospel. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yo, I'm going to end with um, a verse from Song of Songs, which is just a good book. <laughs> if you haven't read it before. Um, so it's going to be on the screen. I'm going to start in verse six. We actually sing a song. Um <laughs> We sing a song in a live about this, um, actually. So I'm going to start reading in um, Song Songs 8, verse 6. Um, Fasten me upon your heart as a seal of fire forevermore. This living, consuming flame will seal you as a prisoner of my love. <laughs> oh, this is Jesus talking to us, guys. This is the Bible. My passion. Oh, <laughs> Oh, my passion is stronger than the chains of death and of the grave. Guys, Jesus giving of himself. Oh, when he was crucified, my passion is stronger than the chains of death and the grave and all consuming as the very flashes of fire from the burning heart of God. <laughs> Place this fierce, unrelenting flame over your entire being. I'm going to keep reading. This is all kind of for free, TBH. Rivers of pain and persecution will never extinguish this flame. Endless floods will be unable to quench this raging fire that burns within you. Everything will be consumed. It will stop at nothing as you yield everything to this furious fire. And this is the thing I want to highlight. Until it won't even seem to you like a sacrifice anymore. Oh, oh like that's real. Like that kind of love is real. Where it's not a sacrifice to give yourself to your love. Like it's not. It's just it's just the natural like infatuation of the heart where you're like, God, like I'm going to just open myself to receive your love. And like, guys, if this sounds like too good to be true, like this is just the gospel. Like this is what happens when we just like... How we just let him love us, and we know that, like, it's not for the purpose of getting something from us. How? Oh. <laughs> Need to say that again, because that just brings so much freedom, guys. Like, he doesn't love you to get something from you. <laughs> He's not loving you, so you'll do anything for him. <laughs> like, you're truly just the place of his love. Like, you're truly just, like... Like, you're the, the most expensive thing. <laughs> oh, the most desired thing is just you. Like, that's such a mystery. <laughs> but guys, like, just to, just to close out with, um, I still have five minutes? What happened? What happened? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Guys, I had like a 40-minute sermon, and then it was like a 15-minute sermon. What am I doing right now? But guys, here's the thing is I could preach all day, but like this is just like, 
Like without the empowering of the spirit, without the like, like God just revealing Jesus to us, like it's worth, it's just me speaking words, you know? But like, <laughs> like the word says in the book of Philippians, like <laughs> it's God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Meaning that guys, like even our desire to love God comes from God. So if you're at a place where you're like, I don't have this desire or like I want, like, like it's even his desire, <laughs> which is such a low place to be like, God, like everything I can give you is only just what you've already given to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, um, I'm gonna give you this picture. It's like, um, like a father who gives his kids money to like buy him Christmas presents, you know? And then your kid brings the Christmas present to you and you're like, oh my gosh, I love it so much. And the kid is like thrilled and they're like, wow, like I'm so glad you love it. The father's like, I mean, I give you the money to give it to me, but I'm like so delighted. So I just felt like there's a story for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So it doesn't even feel like a sacrifice anymore. Oh, can we just wait on the Lord for a second? Oh, Jesus. Oh, we need to see you, God. We need to see you. Yeah, God, just rush over us right now with your love. God, pour it out. Pour out your affection over us. God, break down any walls in our hearts, God, that are up there that keep us from receiving your love freely given. Guys, he who did not spare his own son but graciously gave him up for us, would he not with him give us all things? <laughs> the book of Romans says, yeah, just ask. Wow, this is such a nice, like, full circle. Just ask. <laughs> just ask. He knows what you need. But, guys, like, the biggest... <laughs> The biggest need humanity could ever have is just being in union with God, like being one with him. Jesus, when he was in the garden, just in, in anguish, pouring out his heart was just for oneness with us. Oh, I'm going to read that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, guys, he prays. This is going to wreck. wreck. Hmm. Just stay in this place with the Lord right now. Just stay. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the very glory you have given to me, I've given to them, so that they will be joined together as one and experience the same unity that we enjoy. Guys, there's nothing more intimate close in the unity of like Jesus and God the Father and he literally is he's pouring out his heart in the gardens as God I pray <laughs> I pray that they would experience this union that that I have with you <laughs> oh it's the biggest mystery <laughs> so that they will experience perfect unity <laughs> so that the world will be convinced that you have sent me yeah that's the biggest mystery, but it's a sign to the world. It's just our oneness with him. Our unity with him. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay, so guys, we're going to go into this song. This is my favorite. Okay, I'm going to end with this. I know I keep saying I'm going to end. Um, <laughs> show. Cut it in. Show. Um, <laughs> guys, I told you I was a secret charismatic. It's not secret anymore. Um, so guys, I'm going to get... I'm going to open my heart up to you a little bit. This is so intimate. Um, so um, I feel like the Lord's saying it's for your benefit, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Um, so, guys, we're going to go into this song. It's called Dance With Me. And um, I feel like just a very practical thing I should just share with you, like, like what this kind of looks like in my life. Like, I just, um, like, at, at night I just lay in bed and I actually listen to this song. So shout out to you guys for, like, singing this song. I, I love you all. Um, I just listened to this song. It says, like, dance with me, lover of my soul, romance me, lover of my soul. And, guys, like, this just hit, it's been hitting the girl's house where I live with Dale and Carol and Mariah. Like, it's been hitting us since, um, yeah, like, uh, Thanksgiving around that time, guys, that, um, yeah, this just idea that he just wants our hearts. And so I'll just lay in bed <laughs> listening to dance with me. And, guys, like, like, <laughs> I just lay there and I'm just like laughing with God. <laughs> I don't know why I'm sharing this. This is just what it is. Like this, when your heart is just raptured with love, it's why I say ho oh, and do weird things and why I'm the way that I am. Like, I feel like, you know, we know me as a Holy Spirit person, which is so real, but guys, it's this love affair of the heart. Dale's smiling at me right now. It's this love affair of the heart. It's just being raptured in his love. <laughs> so we're going to sing this song and like this is so intimate, uh, but I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like there's just a grace tonight. <laughs> um, there's just a grace, guys, that if it's, this hasn't been your walk with the Lord where you're, like, infatuated with love, if you're tired, if you're like, okay, I know this is good, but, like, what's going on? Like, there's so much grace <laughs> for you. There's grace for him <laughs> to just come because, guys, like, <laughs> He's the one who pursues our hearts. <laughs> like, we're the bride. Like, he just pursues us. We are his deepest desire. It's so wild to me. <laughs> it's so wild. So we're going to go into this song. Um, and if this is new, just, like, just pray and just be like, God, just reveal that to me. Like, let me know your love. Let me know you in this way. Let me be overcome with your love. So we're going to go into it. Amen. Yo. Sure. Mm -hmm. 
Done before. 
need to take time on your own with God, just do that too. We have room in the back too, if you need a journal or whatever it is. All right, bless you.
God's love is so awesome. It's so awesome. Abby Ann just gave an incredible message. Like, come on. That was just, I'm like, I was kind of getting wrecked before. So um, most of you have heard this song before, uh, How He Loves. So I invite you to stand with me. But take this from the perspective of, again, that the father is a lover. He is a father, but he's also a lover. He's jealous for you. He loves you. Oh, man. Um, you know, going into that bridge that, like, his grace is an ocean and we're sinking in it. Not that we're, like, ankle deep. We're sinking. It's, like, over our heads. So when we get to that part, just proclaim how much the Father loves you. Again, we're like a tree bending in a hurricane. That's 90 mile an hour winds. Like, we're, we're bending but not breaking because the love of God is just so powerful. So just proclaim how much the Father loves you in this song. Just, <laughs> I don't, yeah, woo! Um, but just, I don't know. We've heard this song so many times and it can just get so dry, but just with this new perspective of how the Father is just such a lover, just let it out, let it rip. Don't, doesn't matter how loud you sing or how off key you sing, just sing, be free. Just worship the Lord, man. Eclipse by glory and I realize 
said it's a very sobering truth that it's actually pride if you can't look past the fact that God loves you, the fact that he paid it all for you. And in all the love in my heart, I just say, like, get over yourself. It's not about you. It's about God and what he did on the cross. It's about Resurrection Sunday. 
Humans will always disappoint you. So stop looking at them. You're not perfect without God. So stop looking at yourself. Look up to the one who won't disappoint you. next song to just confess what Jesus has done, everything he's paid for on the cross. God, remind us of the beauty of what you did on that day.
soul to save, my lips shall still repeat, Jesus paid it all. Thank you that your love is so real. That it knows no bounds. That it changes people from the inside out. God, I thank you that this, this generation is not going to be known for being lazy or for being caught up in technology, but it's going to be known for being radical, laid-down lovers of Jesus. And God, I just thank you for the freedom that's happening right now, both externally and internally, Lord. And I even pray during this song that faith would rise up in this place. 
You don't have to be jumping up and down to experience radical freedom inside of your heart. And so for those of you that right now are just in a soaking place, stay in that place with the Lord. But for those of you that are just beaming on the outside and you just feel it on the outside, I invite you to come down front. And we're just gonna declare out tonight that our God is great. that his love is great, that he's a lover of our souls. And from that place, we're changed. We can't help but be changed when we experience the love of the Father. We can't help it. That's just our new nature. Yeah, so God, I just thank you. Thank you for your greatness. We're thanking that you're the lover of our souls. You give life, you are love. You bring light to the darkness. You give hope and you restore every heart that is broken. And greater you, Lord. Greater you, Lord. thank you that all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These bones will sing of your love, of your greatness, God. And I just pray that if anyone right now feels scared to let you in, that those walls would be gone right now. And that we would press in, God, to your freedom. We would press in to the love that you've given us so freely. I pray that the old is gone and the new has come. 
And so, God, we just lift this up to you right now. We just praise you. Let's sing this out. And all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These bones will sing.
Thank you so much for the love that changes us from the inside out. God, I thank you that you're the lover of our souls, that in you, we don't have to be anything other than ourselves, that we don't have to try to be better to receive your love. We're just called to be ourselves, and from that place, we are loved. We're our most vulnerable. We're our most real selves. And God, I even just pray that as, as we go from this place this week, that we would just let you in to every piece and part of our lives, even the uncomfortable parts. Because God, when we give you everything, you take it and you love it and you help us to be even better. And so, God, I just thank you for what you've done tonight. Thank you that we're marked by your love, by your presence. And, God, as we go from this place, may we just press in even more to your glory. And, God, I even just thank you for the resurrection and the new life. Thank you that you paid it all on the cross for us. We celebrate that moment every day of our lives. That you said it is finished and history was changed forever. Thank you, God, for this family and for this time together. And bless every single person as they go in your beautiful name. Amen. All right, guys. Well, hey, we love you so much. Thank you for joining us tonight. If you're traveling out of town, have safe travel back home. But if you're staying around, join us at the Vineyard Friday for Good Friday services or Sunday and the weekend for Easter services. But we love you guys. Travel safe, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Love you guys. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. For more info, please follow us on social media at Alive Vineyard College or check out our website at thevineyardchurch.us slash alive.